Oh my god, it's episode 17 of the Creative Listening Podcast. Oh, We're, great. Yeah, that was our goal. This is the last episode, by the way. <laughs> Wanted to get 17, <laughs> and that was it. Now, um, this is Chris Berkheimer. With me, as always, the players. Across from me is Murad. And for the first time ever, we have Noah Beeland. Noah Beeland. Hi, Noah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're sharing a microphone. Yep. Is this I feel too special. close? No, right. I feel special. Oh, you feel special. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so this episode is our big Star Trek episode, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to talk a little bit about the original series, Next Generation, just for uh, just for a minute or two. Um, Luke and I talked about we want to recommend some episodes, maybe for people who haven't seen it or have only seen a few episodes. Um, <clears throat> so Mirad, you'll be thinking too, because Mirad, you're a big Next Generation fan, right? I really haven't seen any of them. Oh. Oh, I just pegged completely wrong. <laughs> Mira's a big Lord of the Rings fan, I swear. So yes. he, he belongs Huge. in this podcast in one way, at least. Um, have you not watched much of the original series? No, I, I've been meaning to. I just. Okay. I don't know. They're on Netflix, kids. Yep. On Netflix. Um, well, actually, also, I heard the Star Trek website is going to have them all up there as well. That's awesome. I don't know how well that's... For helpful. free? Yes. I don't know how good of an experience that is going to be, but that's what I heard. Oh. So, all right. Yeah. All right. And I, I want to put something down on paper. Uh, there was a record set tonight. This is the first time Luke Laris has ever told me to be louder. So, <laughs> thank you, Luke. Um, to set records, episode 17. It's a record breaker. <laughs> it's a milestone. It's a milestone. Yeah. Got no one. And Noah's Fab Five is coming up at the end of segment one. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he has a Fab Two ready. So I'm going to have to make we'll up see. the rest. He's going to, yeah. <laughs> We're going to wing it. Milestones. It's a milestone. <laughs> Setting records. Right here, right now. Um, so, right now, I just want to just kind of update the people. Luke and I hung out all day. I went to my parents' house and, uh, and, we what? watched TV. We watched well. We watched yeah. world's wildest police videos. Best yeah. show ever. <laughs> that show is pretty dang fun. Um, and we watched. Okay, first of all, I gotta say one of my favorite parts. It's that guy who did America's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. He's still around, believe it or not. He's still alive. Your ad. Did you grow up on that show too? I didn't grow up on. I've okay. seen it. Okay, uh, I grew up on it's, it. It's that same sheriff guy. Or whatever. <laughs> I the the urban legend is he does all that because he's child was taken or whatever Mm -hmm. is that true like in a mall yeah i've heard that okay um anyways in all the clips we were watching he makes all these all this wordplay and all these puns because like a chicken place gets robbed and he's like this chicken place is about to get plucked and he's (laughs) like what and then there's one where uh oddly enough another animal one where uh a cow's like running around and he goes this could be dangerous that's no bull like i mean just some of the worst wordplay but i was cracking up it was hilarious. because he does it in his normal like they nearly died voice you know just like yeah. he just switches from police analyzation to dumb pun and it is like that awesome it's glorious i love that show. but luke we watched what were, what were some of your favorites well the, the part with the the chase with the the car guy okay yeah and with Hollywood. all those narrow misses and the this guy had you know, some skills yeah he really did weaving in and out of traffic um and we were talking earlier we both really liked the jewelry store one you yes tell that, that one was amazing hey, you tell okay so there's one it was the segment, they always do this, where, like, the victims fight back segment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was one where two guys came into a jewelry store, maced, 
the clerk and then tried to break into um, <clears throat> the um, glass display. Well, so they mace the guy, start breaking in. The guy gets back up and is holding a gun. <laughs> and the two robbers are like, oh, crap. And so it's a real small store, so they run for the door. But I guess the owner had some sort of panic switch where they couldn't get out and locked the front door <laughs> remotely. Awesome. So he's holding this gun with his maced eyes, you know, like and trying he, to he shot both of them. He managed to shoot really? them both. Okay, but like not fatally. So they're literally 10 feet away from him locked. Mm-hmm. And it's like two cats scrambling, like trying to, you know, get away. Cause, and so it was, I mean, it's kind of funny because... He's been maced and is holding this gun, and one of the guys is wearing high heels. Yes, they what? pointed that out, and I was what? like, "What the heck is going on?" And so the two of them, it's like it's like a shooting gallery, you know, like moving they're, back and they're, forth, begging for mercy. Oh yeah, they're like, alert. "Please put the gun down!" And then, and then he, he hits him in the head so hard it discharges. Yeah, it was. Uh, it he was hits the hilarious. guy on top of the head with the butt of the gun so hard the gun shoots wow. into the wall. So. Uh, he, was, that, he really messed him up. That dude was awesome. He was. <laughs> he was awesome. So Luke and I recommend um, uh, just hanging out and watching World's Wildest Police videos yes. sometime. It, it's it's fun. like the it's, I, it's a lot like MXC sort of. A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not it's, a big fan of the phrase turn your brain off, but I don't mind watching shows like that and having fun. Yes, um, they are awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah, Luke and I went driving with the windows down. Weather was nice. Had some good God conversation. So that's a good day in my book. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> something else we wanted to mention is if you haven't been playing Injustice, like Murad and I have been playing, uh, they just added Batgirl and Murad. Love it. Love it. Maybe your she's, favorite character. She's up there. Yeah. She's up there in the top Murad's, three. He's got the hots for her. Babs, <laughs> Barbara Gordon, named after her father. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, um, wait, is his name James? No. What's uh, Christian Gordon's first name? Pop quiz, nerds. I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, I thought it started with a B. Barb, Barbara, Barbara. What's the man's name that's Barbara? The man's name is Barbara. Isn't there a man's name that's Babar, the elephant? No, no that's not right. <laughs> that's not going to be King it. of the no, elephant. Dang it. I'm surprised you guys knew that one. I reference all these things I think you would know, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? Matrix? Never heard of it. Murad? Murad's never seen the first Matrix. Just point that out. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. Yeah, well, We're working it, on a marathon. Stuff like that. If it weren't for his obsession of... Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. Wouldn't be here. Let's just put it down. Murad hates sci-fi. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> not at all. Murad, what's your favorite sci-fi movie? Movie? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Think about it. All right. So, <laughs> Injustice. Just to say that game is fun. And Luke and I are not impressed with Xbox One. That's all we're saying. No, no, we're not. Oh, impressed. dude, I'm excited. Shut up, Murad. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, they're just mad because I'm excited for the sports features. Yeah. Oh, that's Ew. right. Sports. Ew. What is the sports you speak of? Well, they have the the ESPN app, and then what? while you're watching your football game, yeah, on the side of your TV shows all your fantasy football players. And so while you're keeping up watching the game, yeah. you get to see how you're dominating your other people watch in your fantasy league. Right. I, I just, like it. I just don't like all these video device simulators showing your stupid little sports things because sports is something you do in this horrible game called in real life. And it sucks. <laughs> Thank so you, Brainiac. Just take Real, the worst. Not fit in a Real life has real life, so. solutions. So. 
Oh, that's really true. Really good graphics. Yeah, really good graphics. Like I had the this dream the other night, guys. Gameplay. It was in 3D. It was like real life. <laughs> 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 Have you seen that Yahoo Answers? Where somebody's like, does anybody else dream in 3D? And he's like, every dream is in 3D. And he's like, no. like I mean, like movies. <laughs> I don't know if he was a troll or not. If he was, it's one Dude. troll I'll give props to. All right, we've been goofing around. It's time to talk about something serious, something real here. Because, look, I'm excited for a Star Trek episode, and we're doing Secret and Nim for segment two. Woo. Um, yeah, some of us here are big fans of that one. But more than that, next week is our Arrested Development episode. It's coming back to Netflix, and oh my God, am I excited. I am so excited. Uh, I'm excited. The season four trailer is hilarious. Uh, Mirad, you just caught up? I did just catch up. Yeah. And I'm excited. Good, good. Love it. You told me you had t- trouble getting into it the first time you watched it, but now I think you're sold. I think it was because I watched it out of order. This time I actually got to see the whole thing, yes. too. And that's a big part of this You have this to show. watch that show in order. Yes, you do. Um, because they actually, it's the first show I've ever seen that has like retroactive jokes mm-hmm. where someone will say something, then a few episodes later that joke or makes sense. Or even in yeah. a different season. You know, or, yeah, even from season to season, they tie in jokes. Um, yeah. It's like the lost of comedies with, with how intricate the jokes are. <laughs> I really want to drive a stair car. Yeah. I would be very happy. <laughs> I'm going to get some hop-ons. <laughs> uh, you know, my brother didn't get that joke till like, season three. I Because somebody said hop-on. Or, no, somebody said live-in. Because remember, there's the cabin. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he was like, oh, like, people living in the cabin. And then he was like... Oh, the stairs that hop on. Someone's going to hop on the stairs. It's like, duh. Anyways, I hope my brother doesn't listen to this. Uh, moron. No, I'm kidding. I love my brother. We'll have him on sometime. He's a big Blade Runner fan, so you guys can, yeah, go smell an egg. Okay. Just trying to think of, okay. I, yeah. You need to work on it. Mirren has uh, something to say, which is rare. Oh, I just, I got my, my sci-fi movie. Oh, what is it? Stargate, the original one. Movie? Yes. The original Stargate is your favorite sci-fi. <laughs> yes. Even with Star Wars. How, even how bad of... it is, I like it. Oh, wow. Luke, have you seen this it's movie? Impressive. No, but it's it sounds bad. terrible. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. <laughs> I like to make fun of it. Your favorite. Okay, well, that's like saying... You like to make fun of it. That's like saying my favorite movie involving trolls is Troll 2. <laughs> and yes. not Troll Hunter. Well, I'm going to go out of the ordinary, okay? All right. You know what? So, I, you like know what? Okay. I like it. I like it. I'll tell you, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. <laughs> I own it. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah. Takes me back. <laughs> I saw that in the theater, I remember. Um, so, rest of development. Luke, what else were we going to cover? Is there anything else before we get to talking about Star Trek just a little bit? I can't remember. Let's okay. See. We, oh, Man of, the Man of Steel Oh, yeah, trailer? yeah. Luke wanted yeah. to talk a little about the Man of Steel trailer. I didn't know you were supposed to. Didn't you see it? Oh, well, I've seen it, but okay. I was going to let you take the lead on this one. Oh, okay. Fly, well, I think it's Fly, cool. Superman. I think, yeah. Yeah. And he gets to beat stuff up, so, you know, it's cool. Yeah, that's been a problem in the old Superman movies. Not enough... Not enough Superman beat Feats down. of strength. Yeah. Because that's one of the best things about Superman. Is yeah, like, and they show all sorts of um, awesome things Superman's doing in the trailers. Oh, yeah. You know, well, and it also has the spiritual side, because there's no way around it. Superman is completely based around Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, it is a Christ story, and... There, there are some pretty awesome scenes, like the beginning of that trailer. Russell Crowe talking about like I'm going to send them my only son, and you know he will be a strang- stranger amongst them, and just all this. Oh stuff. yeah, that I mean, was like it's powerful. Yeah, um, they sell that stuff, um, even with just crazy space birds flying around mm-hmm. and destruction and everything. 
Um, and then Kevin Costner's playing the the dad, who I um, totally respect as an actor. If you've never seen Dances with Wolves, that's a great drama. Um, and <clears throat> you have... I'm just going to go ahead and talk about my favorite part. Michael Shannon is playing General Zod. And a lot of people don't know who Michael Shannon is, but after you see him in this movie, you're going to be like, that guy is one of the greatest actors alive. Michael Shannon is... Nobody knows how to blow up on screen like Michael Shannon of just like... He's the guy in the trailer, if you're watching it, and I'll turn away from the Mike Luke, where he's like, you think your son is safe? I will find him! Yes. <laughs> he, okay, there's a movie called Take Shelter. For most of our audience, I don't recommend it. I believe it's our, it's a drama that I like, but for me, it's a, a masterpiece of filmmaking. He has this flip out at the end of this movie where he's talking about he believes there's a storm coming that's going to destroy their town. He's having dreams about it, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, there is a storm coming and none of you are ready. And he's flipping tables and everything. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I watched it by myself and pretty much applauded and called John J. Oscar. and was like, give him one of your coveted statues, <laughs> Mr. Oscar. Get it? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and give him one of your delicious ballpark franks. Wait. Um, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Wrong guy. So, anyways, all that to say, Michael Shannon, I love, He's a good love that actor. Good huh? screaming actor. He's a good screaming actor. You know what, though? He sells it. He, yeah, he really does. I mean, even in that trailer, you're like, okay, it's not like he's being goofy. I believe him yes. in that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. He's never unbelievable. Uh, you know what? Premium Rush. See that movie just for him. Okay. Uh, he plays a cop in it, and he's awesome. He's the only reason to see that movie, but it's worth watching just for him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to say about that trailer, Luke? I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. So <clears throat> let's talk about Star Trek for a moment. And Noah, you're you're new. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never met you. You just walked in my apartment. Yep. Um, what is what Star Trek stuff have you seen? Um, only the movie. Only the new movie. Yep. Okay. So wow. and you have not seen Into Darkness. No, not yet. Okay, so yeah, you're not allowed on the review then. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Because you can't don't review a movie you haven't seen. No, yeah. I yeah I know you don't want spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, which this movie has spoilers. Okay, so you're I mean you're the new generation of Star Trek fan. Basically, and so far you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But I want I'm going to take a poll, a one out of one person poll here. Okay, right. and if you guys want to tweet at us and tell us if you're a new generation, not next generation, but like a new generation of Star Trek fan, yeah, like right. the way I did that, Luke. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you're part of the new generation of Star Trek fans that only saw the 2009 film, looking forward to this new one, mm-hmm. are you interested in watching the old stuff? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. If it would help me understand more. It would help you understand more. Um, this next movie, I think you, um, it would definitely help you understand more. But at the same time, I think it would almost hurt your viewing of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it could be a it, little bit. I think it could be detrimental but in some ways. When I saw the 2009 film, I was my interest really spiked in watching the old stuff. Like I used to watch the old stuff, and maybe it'd come on the TV once in a long yeah. time. But then I just started actively watching it, and I, I had a good time watching it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke, you're already going here, but you are a pretty big fan of the original and Next Generation, right? Yes. Um, seen, would you say, the majority of the episodes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you seen much of the other stuff? Voyager, do you say I do know that I, I saw a few episodes of DS9, hated okay. it. Uh, I don't like yeah. it either. 
Not a fan. Um, I have not seen Voyager or any of the other stuff. Okay, Enterprise is awful. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I have seen the last movie they made for the end of the Next Generation series. Oh, yeah. But, but other uh, than that. Some of those movies are, are not bad. Um, Nemesis has Tom Hardy, actually, Bane, <laughs> playing a young, or a clone, I guess, of Jean-Luc Picard. Um, but, <laughs> Luke, you... There was one we left... Did you see... Or you said you saw Voyager, or you haven't seen no, Voyager? No, I haven't seen okay, Voyager. Okay, I haven't seen Voyager. Okay. Um, and Murad, you have only seen the new movies? No, well? I've, I've seen, like, random episodes, like, late night episodes. Right. And then I've seen... I just saw, like, a week ago on TV, it was the um, one with the anti-time. Um, yeah. There's four timelines. Of the original series? Or I Next Generation? Know. It's a movie. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the Time Ribbon one, which yeah. is like one of the worst movies. Oh, my God. Time Ribbon? That's the one that... It's Star Trek Gen- Generations. Um, Probably. It has Captain Kirk and um, Picard in it. Oh, Professor I've seen that X one. and Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was the one at yeah, the end of this, the um, yeah. next generation. That one's awful. Yeah. Well, um, it's bad. I liked I a lot of it, actually. You guys like it. I know. <laughs> it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. It's interesting. I mean, nothing of Star Trek... Is uninteresting. It's just there's good Star Trek and bad Star Trek, in my opinion. Yeah. And the bad can get pretty bad, in my opinion, too. Um, um, yeah. I got it. There were some but, parts in that I didn't like. But when it hits, when there's a good episode, when when they introduce a good character, uh, it works. Yeah. Um, for myself, personally, just so we do the whole table, uh, I've seen just about every, every episode of Next Generation. Seen... Wow. Most of the original series, I don't recommend season three that much. Season three of the original series really has the bulk of the week episodes. Um, I've seen most of, well, not most. It's tough to say where I am on Voyager because I haven't watched it in a long time. But when I was a kid, I watched it a lot with my dad. And Deep Space Nine, I gave a little bit of a chance. Didn't like it. Enterprise, a little bit of a chance. It's awful. And that's it, I think. Oh, the animated series. Nobody here has seen it. I've I don't never think. even heard I, of that. It's on Netflix now. Is um, that even worth watching? I have no idea. Because I didn't I, like what I'm... I saw a few pictures of it. Yeah, I'm so, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm confused about when it came out. I don't know. It's weird. And DeForest Kelly's on it, the original Bones. He does mm. the... I'm pretty sure the voice of Bones again. Anyways, all that to say... I guess, Luke, you and I will give our recommendations here. Or, Miranda, are there any episodes you've seen that stand out to you that you would recommend people watch if they want to go? Probably not much you can remember. Yeah, not much. Yeah, I would be able to tell you anything. Luke, you have some episodes. Even if you can't remember the name, I'm sure people can find it by the theme. Or Okay. Well, I liked the Borg episode. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, uh, I believe it's called Best of Both Worlds. Yeah, yeah. The end of season three Mm -hmm. is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Involving the board, hey, I really liked that. Two oh, yeah. water. It was. Those are famous awesome. ones. They just came out with a Blu-ray that's just those two episodes, yeah. actually. Um, and then uh, there are a few, and this is in the next generation as well. I I liked the part with the, the data episodes a lot. Oh yeah. So and there was, there's a season one episode where they're talking about basically does he have a soul kind of conversation oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the original series. Let's see. I liked a lot of stuff, but there's just some stuff I can't remember specifically. Right. Um, there, there was one where, um, 
let's see. There was the the Apollo one. I didn't like that one. Which so one? Much. The Apollo Greek god one. That oh yeah. About. yeah um, was, I I, I like cries for Apollo. Yeah, or something, that's like something like that. Like that. Yeah. There's some other really good one that I can't remember now. Oh yeah. Oh, the one with the fight with the green lizard. Oh, I oh, really Arena. Like yeah. I was going to recommend that one, too. There's one called Arena that's pretty famous. It has the Kirk double punch in it. Yes, and it does. Yes, Kirk fights um, another... He's a lizard monster, but he's a captain of his own ship. Mm-hmm. And basically, these higher beings choose the captain of two different ships, two different races to fight mm-hmm. and see who would win. And um, it's a pretty good one, but I I was like talking about the beginning of that one. There's this really cool kind of action scene where Kirk and Spock are on this planet and it's being hit by mortar shells. Oh, and yeah. so they have to go like foxhole to foxhole and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and even for being in the 60s, yeah, it's a little cheesy, but it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a good one to watch, you know, late at night. And, you know, it has goofy stuff, the guy in the lizard, you know, mask and everything. Yeah, it was, it, it's, it's still fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's like um, Godzilla fight, only it's, <laughs> it's smaller. <laughs> if Now, if you like the tactical side of Star Trek, if you enjoy... Um, the the politics, the philosophy, uh, but how it's tied into war and action a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and especially if you you like that a lot of Star Trek. If you haven't figured this out, the ship battles are more based on naval battles than uh, planes. Yeah, there's a very submarine themed episode, and I was trying for the life of me to find the name of it before we started recording. I just forgot. Um, but it involves the Romulans. It's the first time they see the Romulans. Yeah, I remember and that one. And they basically have a submarine battle with a Romulan ship where they're listening for noises and trying to do different stuff. Yep. Um, but they're both ships are kind of flying blind. Mm-hmm. And you get to see the Romulans almost as much as you do Captain Kirk. Yeah, I think the reason for that is because the Romulans had the cloaking device. Yes. But they couldn't see outside of it. So you know, Oh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, they can't see outside of it. So... That is a great episode. Yeah, it really is. Um, I always I, recommend I like it to episode. people as a good one to start with. Um, season two, I believe, has the best episodes of the original series. Um, I think City on the Edge of Forever is in there, which is most people, if you look up like best Star Trek episodes online, that's almost always number one, City on the Edge of Forever. Um, even though that one has very little of the Enterprise. It's a time travel. Uh, louder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mezzo forte. Um, and let's do Next Generation, Luke. I think we... Oh, one more I want to mention for the original series. If you if you like horror or horror sci-fi, um, there's a pretty cool... I want to say season two, season three episode. Uh, I, I want to say it's called Black Cat. Basically, it's Kirk and a few other crew members get stuck in a situation where these aliens or somebody are creating, like, what scares humans type of scenario... And it's pretty cool, actually. Cool. Um, they go through... It's like a Haunted Mansion episode, almost, huh. of Star Trek. Oh, uh, cool. It moves into some different stuff. And then a weird episode I wanted to remember, and thank God I did. Um, there's an episode where pretty much America and the communists fight. On, yes, you remember I was that about one? to bring yeah. that up. Yes. Yeah, like worlds away, yeah. basically... There's this Cold War metaphor that's a direct metaphor because they're American yes. and, was, and another planet. And, another. and this show was being shot in the 60s. And during yes. the Cold War, exactly. <laughs> it was it was a really amazing episode. It's a strange episode, but I like it. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember. Did they see the Enterprise in that one? The, the guys on the planet there? I don't remember. Because that would be I'm hilarious. sure they broke the Prime Directive, though. Something. Kirk, something that was happened, Kirk's yeah. mission, was to break the Prime Directive. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So next generation, do you want to go first, Luke? Do you have some episodes ready in the hopper? No. Okay, I've got one or two. Um, well, you mentioned the Borg one. Uh, there's one called Yesterday's Enterprise, where uh, the um, Klingons are at war in another dimension with the uh, Federation. And so this episode is all about course correcting that so mm-hmm. that the Federation doesn't stay at war with them. And you get to see, like, the the battle Enterprise, which is super cool and dark. Um, it's actually, um, in the new Star Trek movie, Into Darkness, the dark ship you see in that mm-hmm. one reminds me more of that Enterprise. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's like the battle Enterprise. So that one's pretty cool. There's actually a season one episode, which um, is season one or two called Conspiracy. That's pretty cool. It's an action-y one. It's got some kind of gross, weird stuff at the end. If you're if you're squeamish about bugs, you might not like this one. No. Um, I just really like the beginning because they get all the a bunch of captains together, and there's this conspiracy going on with the Federation itself. That's pretty. cool. Oh, I remember, Do you remember that, that one. one? Yes, yeah. they yeah. had these bugs that entered their mouths. Yeah, spoiler alert. Right. But yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one has like some claymation in it. Actually, that, that was pretty. cool. <laughs> it's a pretty cool one. It's yeah. one you won't forget. I'll yeah, definitely. That. Um, the finale of Next Generation is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Luke. Oh, okay. And I don't know. I, I would say look online because there's like eight seasons. So just try and find yeah. some. Or if just one sounds interesting, why not? Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the ones involving Worf and his son uh, aren't bad because there's some pretty cool time travel stuff. And I like a lot of the holodeck episodes. Oh, those are awesome. Yeah. Like uh, the Mariarty one. Yeah, there's a Sherlock yeah. Holmes one with Data yeah. that's great. Yes. And then there's some Western ones, mm-hmm. um, some noir ones. So those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that covers it. Um, definitely on Netflix you can watch the original series Next Generation. Give, give a few of them a try. Mm-hmm. Actually, for both of them, even as somebody who's been a lifelong Star Trek fan, don't watch every episode. There's, no, don't. There's some stinkers in there. Yeah. Totally. So, with that, not to say you're a stinker, but Noah Beeland, do you have a Fab Five or a Fab Two right now? Still a Fab Two. <laughs> a Fab Two. All right. But I can make up the rest. Okay. I guess. So, we're going to do, without further ado, <laughs> Noah's Fab Two, I guess. Oh, my God. Noah, you know how it works, right? Yes. And for people who haven't heard before, your Fab Five is basically five things. Listen to the first episode, our first episode. But it's five things that um, help identify you and what you like as far as the the movies you like, the music you listen to, that kind of stuff. So the books you read, if you read. So Okay. Yep. Number one. Number one? Yep. Um, this is a wide thing, but music. Yes. Whether it's making it or recording it. Or just listening to it. Um, I play guitar, so... Mm-hmm. Quite well. Something I enjoy. Um, number two. I like to travel. Um, whether it's like, you know, just across the United States or something. Um, Have you ever been across the United States? Yes. Oh, okay. It's very fun. Um, number three. I like photography. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Really? No. no. Yeah, I love photography, like, and filming, actually. Oh. Okay. And um, yours are very broad strokes. You know that, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, should I be more specific? Well, let me ask you. All right, speed round. Okay. Okay. Or do you want to finish Fab Five first? No. Okay. Speed round. Here we go with Noah. 
We're, this is this is a, what did we say? It's a banner episode. Our first speed round of questions. No, I'm going to ask you, and you have to give me your immediate answer. Oh, okay. Man. Okay. Ready? Favorite album. That's impossible for me. I've never heard of that one. All right. Favorite movie. <laughs> also impossible. Uh, Fight Club. <laughs> okay. Fight Club fan. Um, name one of your favorite songs right now. Like that you're listening to a lot all the time right now. A Toot Allaire by Bibio. I've never even heard of that. No, uh, I made yeah. the same. What was the last book you read? Um, the Hobbit. Okay. What do you think? Really? What? It's awesome. Okay. It's like the fifth time I've read it. So. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't know how much you read. Um, when you're just sitting around messing with your guitar, what's a song that you just love to play? I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> never heard of that one either. Uh, Luke, do you have one? No. What's a website you visit every day? Facebook. Okay. YouTube. YouTube. What? What? Okay. What's your favorite game? Half-Life 2. Okay. Oh, good yeah. answer. Mirad. Um, favorite sport? <laughs> I, that was yours, Mirad. Yeah. You should have had it. Favorite sport? Hurry. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. It's not a sport. Totally. No, it's sport. Uh, that is <laughs> an extreme sport. Yeah. Extreme sport. Red, We're drinking bro. Red Bulls right now. Red Bull, sponsor of the show. Uh, <laughs> Trademark. No. Uh, what else? Favorites? Uh, you're in high school. What's your favorite class? Lunch. I knew you were going to say stupid <laughs> answer. I'm done. You're a stupid answer. No more Fab Five. That's it. For this segment. That we're moving like on to segment two. Twenty. We're going to talk about secret. No, it wasn't because half of your answers were. That's impossible. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't really have one of those. <laughs> I listen to too and much And your answer for favorite sport was skateboarding. <laughs> I like to skateboard. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry, if you know that one. <laughs> he don't. seems... you never seen... Uh, Pooped his pants with Donald Glover. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yes. he's like, he pretends to be a new kid in school because, okay, <laughs> Derek Comedy, which is part of what um, Donald Glover, Troy on Community, came out of. He has this uh, comedy troupe that does YouTube videos. And there's one, I think it's called Jerry, but the kid sits down in class and they're talking about math and then he just poops his pants. And then awesome. <laughs> it leads, it boils up, but eventually it gets to a part where he changes clothes, comes back in, and still wearing his poopy pants, though, because uh-huh. he just, like, takes off his under, or takes off his shirt and just wears an undershirt and flips his hat around or something. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys, I'm the new kid, Jerry. I heard one of your old classmates pooped his pants. I definitely wouldn't do that. Because I'm way different than him. I like to skateboard. <laughs> and then I think I've down. heard you reference yeah, that Yeah, then before. he sits down in his poo. And then later he pretends to be the principal and it's even better. <laughs> I don't love that. Man. I like to skateboard. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. All right. So I think that pretty much covers an, an insane but banner segment one in which I was asked to talk louder twice. Well, that's the first milestone. Let's get him on the microphone. Mm. All right. So, segment two if you have not watched it yet and you want to keep up with the cartoon movie marathon, we're about to talk about Secret and Nim, um, which is an old cartoon movie from the 80s, way back in the 1980s. So, get yourself ready. We'll see you there. Bye. 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 Segment two. Murad, sorry about it, though. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that made it in there or not. I think it did. No, it didn't. Oh, it did. Dang it. Um, so segment two, we are continuing our cartoon movie marathon, and we have the same crew here. You heard our names earlier. So um, <clears throat> we are on our second movie, only number two, mm-hmm. of the cartoon movie marathon, and it is Secret of Nim. And while we're on the subject of two, don't watch Secret of Nim 2 if you like the first one. <laughs> Number two, which is called Timmy to the Rescue, believe it or not, is not a good movie despite that title. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway, so Secret of Nim came out in 1982. It's, uh, I think, probably the oldest one we'll watch. Uh, it's on Netflix streaming. And before we even get to our, our review, I had already seen it. Murad had already seen it. Actually, everybody had already seen it. Yeah. Um, and Murad and I both like it a lot. I yes, I yeah. really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. Uh, Noah, you've seen it in... Yeah, I watched it growing up, but I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, so. Noah Noah missed our viewing tonight. And Luke, you did not like it first time that much. Nope. No. Didn't like so, it. I don't, didn't like it that much more the second time. So. Okay, I was going to ask you that, so now yeah. I know. Um, I will say, though, I, I did like the... The visual style and stuff that, that was never. Really, I love that hand drawn really animation. Me. Yeah. yeah, what they did. I mean, this is the early '80s. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff they did was pretty dang impressive. It really yeah. was um, without uh, CGI and stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, and I, I just like the creativity of it. Don Bluth uh, made it, who kind of famously left Disney because he said, you know, we're not doing stuff that's up to par with the old Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. So he tried to do some of it on his own to somewhat of a success um he did all dogs go to heaven which uh is considered to be a classic by kids who grew up in the 90s um but i think his best still is secret in him Mm -hmm. i really enjoy this movie and we already touched on it the animation i i don't know if we'll ever have hand-drawn animation quite like this again no i don't um, think so because of the way animated films are going so to me that already makes it kind of a gem Mm-hmm. But next, one thing that I said I always want to talk about when we talk about these, the voice acting. And once again, Luke, I think you weren't as impressed. Um, I'd like the guy who voiced Jeremy. The I crow, right? Yeah. Is he a raven? or He's, a, is, crow. He's a crow. He's a crow, yeah. Okay. And, but I didn't like a lot. Of, well, pretty much everybody except Mrs. Brisby. Okay. <laughs> who is the lead, though. So yes. that makes a difference. I, for one, like the cast quite a bit. Really? Um, yeah. I, I like the voice cast, and in this time, I was surprised how much I was laughing at Jeremy Dom DeLuise. De <laughs> uh, he's funny. Yeah, there is some is. funny yeah, lines with I that gotta girl. Admit, he's yeah. clumsy. Yeah. Uh, well, and there's a great line from Mrs. Mrs. Brisby where he says something about like, "Do you think a guy like me could meet a nice girl?" And she said, "I don't know if she'd survive it because <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's very clumsy." Um, and that's Mirad. Do you want to say anything about the voice acting or Noah? Yeah, I think. I think they. I, I liked all of them. They, they, yeah. they did a great job, and I think the voices do well with the animals they're portraying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think, I that's think a they good fit, point. You know, but, with their character as well. Yeah, Noah concurs. Yeah, I think they're all very good uh, at their voice acting, and I think all their voices are very memorable. Yeah, like if I heard them again, I would recognize them. Okay. Um, I did have one slight problem when we're kind of on that subject. Uh, the sound mixing is not the best in this movie. There are points where you're kind of trying to listen to what somebody's saying, 
but then it gets kind of loud. Did you all not have that problem as much? I did have that problem. Okay, I had a problem with some of the sound mixing, actually. Maybe at the beginning um, I did. With, yeah. Uh, with Nicodemus. Name? Nicodemus. Yeah, I, yeah that was... Um, but I think it really fit the moment, though. Yeah, I mean, it works. It Just for, for a cartoon movie, I don't know. Maybe I'm used to just it always being kind of loud and you hear everything. But mm-hmm. this one, um, it's a more subtle animated yeah. movie. And obviously... I mean, I think all of us would agree it's not really for young kids. No, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's, not. it's not. So Which, I was traumatized. It's surprising because the first time I saw it was in grade school. Yeah, I, I think me too. Um, I think it accounts for some of my weirdness because I remember loving <laughs> it as a kid. Because you know what? It was a, one of the first animated movies that I was like, this is complex. Yes. You know, yeah. Maybe as a kid I didn't know what, know what complex was. I just knew it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. And I like Singing. That. Yeah, and not singing. I, that's that's what, a good point. Okay, now no that's songs. one thing I love about this movie. There's no, we're going to fill time here, when we're, so we're going to sing our way to wherever. Right, right. You know. Um, well, and let's go ahead and dig into the story, because if you haven't watched it or you're not following along in the marathon... Um, I was t- talking to Luke and Murad earlier about this. You could only make this movie in your own studio, which Don Bluth yes. did. Because the pitch is it's about <laughs> experimented on lab mice and rats. And, but we don't really see much of that. They're living on a farm now. <laughs> and there's this famous one, Jonathan Brisby. But he's dead at the beginning. He, die- he dies before even the curtain opens. It's really about his widow. And she's traveling around with this crow. And there's a cat named Dragon. And you're like, you're like what, what? And then there's a wizard rat. And then there's a great owl. And, you Who's know, the same as a wizard and, rat. And then there's just a funny farmer with a mustache who's yeah. you know on the phone all the time. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but it... It's a lot of it, for me. It's the type of movie where more is more, because wow. there's almost kind of Star Trek or not Star Trek, but Star Wars nods. There's kind of Lord of the Rings nods. The Star Wars fantasy, nods. yeah. The brick coming out of the mud felt very much like the X wing coming out of the mud to me. Well, that's, um, that's I guess. Yeah, but I don't but really see much of. Basically, scenario. I don't know. There's just a lot of deep fantasy kind of stowed into this film. Mm-hmm. And also with science, um, because the rats get super smart, and that's some of the best visuals for yes. me. When they go underground, uh-huh. that, some, that was pretty amazing. There's yeah. some pretty cool stuff going on uh, with the way these rats have made this society. And you have to thank the animators had to come up with this, and the creativity there is yeah, fantastic. Just, it really yes. is. Um, so Coming out of the 70s, though, I'm not really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Especially some of those parts with the... Um, where they show where the rats were experimented on and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I think this movie ultimately stands as um, an anti-animal experimentation. And yeah, definitely. Movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I don't mind that because they they do so much with the story that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've been quoted on this podcast before saying this to me is Shakespeare for kids because you have <clears throat> you have the tragedy that starts before which happens a lot in Shakespeare. Someone mm-hmm. will die, and then there's a power grab and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's politics and power grabs. There's kind of a fish-out-of-water character that's being introduced maybe as the plot thickens, which is Mrs. Mm-hmm. Brisby. Um, you have, you know, of course, the conniver and his toady. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the hero character, which a lot of times in Shakespeare, the hero character uh, or the more heroic character was not always the protagonist, Yeah, which Justin is that in mm-hmm. this. Um, and then you always have a clown in Shakespeare. Every Shakespeare play uh, pretty much had a <laughs> jester of, of sorts. And you have Jeremy in this. Mm-hmm. And they were always crowd favorites, actually, when Shakespeare 
was being performed while he was alive. Yeah. Um, and so I, whether that was intentional or not, it feels intentional to me. There is something Shakespearean about there this movie. Is. Yeah. And so I think that's just why I like, you know, some of the writing's pretty good. I like the lines. Um, I like the flow of the story. It's it's nice and short. There's never a point where I'm checking my watch. Um, Luke, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit. But, I mean, Murad, you love this film. Tell me why you love this film. Uh, it's, it's kind of one of those things hard to describe. It's yeah. just, it's very different from a lot of other. It's true. Of uh, the animation films. You yeah. know, it's, it's. You can see it and not think about all the, the deep stuff going on and just being a fun film. Right. But it, at the same time, you can go and watch it and it there is a lot going on. So it, I think it entertains kind of both sides of that. Right. And, you know, I like that. I like that they're covering... I mean, it's a movie that's, I mean, I wouldn't say made for all, but, you know, for different types of people. Right. Um and and I I like that it's different. I like that it, it it establishes a world well, yet at the same time never forgetting that they're mice living in a farmer's field. Yes, you know, there's a great line about we're we're way underground. We're three feet down. You know, there's <laughs> there's, there's there's all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and I enjoy that. And another thing I was going to say is um, I'm going to give a spoiler for the odd life of Timothy Green. Okay, which sounds weird, but I'm going to give a spoiler for that movie. The, did you guys see the YouTube video where the two little boys are crying about the odd life of Timothy Green? No. Okay, no. Timothy Green dies at the end. Died. It's a kid's movie. And these two little boys are bawling their eyes out, and their <laughs> parents kind of sadistically are videoing them as they talk about it. Um, have you ever seen Never Ending Story? Yes. Okay, yes. the um, dog dies in Never Ending Story. The flying dog. The flying dog. He should have died anyway. Or, no, something, <laughs> I can't remember. There's this, Or it's his horse gets stuck in the quicksand. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, okay yeah. So, Timothy Green... Is, that was a very is, tragic event is, in that movie. Timothy Green is is this generation's horse dying in the sand, right? Uh-huh. Secret of Nim is that type of film that, like, is not... It's the thing that, I don't want to say scars you in your childhood, but introduces complexity, introduces death, even, almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, these two little boys watching them after seeing this movie, that was the first time they really had to come to grips with dying is a reality or life yeah Mm -hmm. um and so i think secret and him is kind of one of those movies which is why you want to be careful with it you don't want to show a kid who will just (laughs) grasp it enough that'll be like everybody's dead (laughs) everybody's gonna die (laughs) but but at the same time if if it's you're getting tired of hearing the same songs like luke said over and over from some other cartoon movie yeah it's something different um, and, and something interesting. It's a bit uh, darker the, than your average Disney movie. Yeah. And it's not Disney. So. Yeah. It's not um, cheesy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I promised Luke we would keep this one short. So um, I think everybody except for Luke recommends this one. Or, okay. Well, I will recommend it as a cartoon movie. Okay. It's just I'm not I'm over that stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're we're working on that for Luke. We do know Luke loves the Iron Giant. Which yes, is definitely. Uh, that, I, would, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Show. Everybody does. I mean that. Um, yeah. And oh, and our Star Trek tie-in to this is Will Wheaton is one yes. of the voices <laughs> in this movie, which I was surprised actually yeah, when uh, I saw that. I think it's one of his first roles because yeah. the the little kids 
are playing like they had children play the the children in this movie. You I know think what I'm saying? I it think wasn't adults had, pretending to be children. I think they only had um, one actual child in there. The other two um, child mice. I think they were. I think they yeah. were kids. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. But um, I think they were kids. Will Wheaton okay. was definitely a kid then because yeah. he came out in '82, so he would have been about five or six uh, in 1982. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think so. That sounds about right. At least forty. Or no, something I right guess now. yeah. So he'd be a little older, but not much. Yeah. Um, and he does a good job as uh, Martin, I believe, mm-hmm. one of the sons. He was pretty funny so, too. Yeah, he was pretty funny. He had some had some good moments. Um, so I I really recommend this one. If it sounds like it'd be interesting to you, I bet it will be. So our next movie is The Road to El Dorado. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. The DreamWorks animated one. Don't mistake it for the John Wayne movie. It is not that one. (laughs) Uh, It is a cartoon DreamWorks one about, I I believe, a bromance. I've never seen this one. But it looks like it's about a bromance. Two guys looking for El Dorado, looking for gold. With a horse. With a horse, yes. Um, So that will be on our Arrested Development episode, most likely. So we're moving right into our Star Trek Into Darkness review, which is coming right up. So mm-hmm. see you there. Right. Yeah, Noah won't be here on the next segment. No. Nope. He's got to go yeah. investigate a closet. Number so. one, go take a number two. Bam. Yep. Engage. <laughs> Finally, our review of Star Trek in the Darkness. Woo. And, uh, woo, Luke's ready. Uh, we've got Luke and Murad here with me, Chris. Hi, Murad. Hello. Hello. And uh, <clears throat> so we're just going to jump right into it. Let me say this. Uh, we're going to give, I think, brief reviews, spoiler-free. Um, we're not going to mention really hardly any plot details because it's hard to talk about this movie without giving some stuff away. Would y'all think y'all are pretty on board with that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll kind of do like with Iron Man. Well, and the three of us saw it together just recently, what, like a week ago, mm-hmm. um, probably two weeks after this comes out, who knows when this will come out, but um, Luke knows actually. Yeah, <laughs> Luke is the answer to that. But uh, I asked you guys, I think pretty quickly when we came out, did you like this more than Iron Man 3? Basically, is this the best summer blockbuster so far this year? And we all answered, yes. Yes, we did. Um, Now, uh, gosh, it's really hard to say some stuff without giving too much away. Well, we could use general descriptive terms. Yeah, well, and I'm going to tell people in a minute, though, if you haven't seen it and don't want um, some stuff spoiled, then turn it off. But – I think it's safe to say we all recommend it. Yes. That it was good. An yes. impressive sci-fi film. Now, here's here's an interesting question. Was it better than the first one? I haven't it's seen it. the first one in a long time. Yeah. But I, I, didn't think... re, I didn't rewatch it before this one either. Hmm. Well, I, I'm definitely very impressed with Into Darkness. Yeah. Um, I don't quite remember what my impression of the first one was. Well, so, I, I really yeah. liked the first one. Um I would say this one's a little better. You think so? You know, there's there's not too much separating the two. Yeah. But I think 
I think the movie industry or whoever made this yeah. did a better did a better J. job. J.J. Abrams directed yeah. it. Yeah. They will they did a better job of hiding the story um in the previews mm-hmm. and really shocked I don't know, at least myself. It had some surprising moments for yes. you. Yes. Okay. And I think that put it over the top. For me, it's kind of apples and oranges because the second one, look, uh, if you haven't seen it, the second one has much more fanfare. Yeah. Feels, it, it nods the hat, in my opinion, too many times to the original mm. Star Trek. Um, or just to the original, just to older Star Trek stuff that came yeah. before this. Whereas the first one felt very fresh. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to say, but... Right now, I think I'm leaning towards the first one, but I could actually see myself watching the second one more because I like the action in it more. Yeah, um, I really like the second yeah, one. Yeah, and, and people do have issues with that because it's Star Trek. It's not necessarily supposed to be about the action. Yes, I, but you know, I think we all know J.J. Abrams' view on Star Trek. He, <laughs> he makes it into Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't like the philosophy of Star Trek, which is the whole point of Star Trek. Right. So, yeah. He, he's not crazy about Gene Roddenberry's um, ideal of like perfect humanity or whatever. Or, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, because and and even writers of Star Trek I've heard complain about that because they're like, well, if, if man has to be so perfect, how do I write characters that are interesting and not just you know boring? Because let's face it, the most interesting characters are flawed. Yeah, definitely. Um, so and there's definitely that there uh, in this movie. I would say it has plenty of flawed and um i mean even spock i think spock is almost not out of character in this movie but certainly in a funk yeah would you all agree he's kind of he, he's not so much himself that, yeah yeah this <laughs> murad murad i'm trying to think of the words <laughs> I'm stuck. the words just start coming <laughs> well yeah he just he kind of seems he does seem different he just seems yeah, I guess he's challenged. He's challenged. He's vulnerable. Um, he has relationship issues going on. Definitely through this movie, which is one of the better parts of the movie. Though. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, the the humor in this movie when they go for funny, it works almost a hundred percent of the time, um, which I appreciate. It, except for, in my opinion, uh, when they go for nods, like I said, to the old Star Trek, when they try to use some of the stuff. Well, I guess the the funny nods work better than the dramatic ones, because there are literal there are lines in Into Darkness that are famous lines from other Star Trek movies and TV shows that I was just like, don't try to use that in a dramatic way again, because I already know what you're going to say, which means that it's losing its power, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so let's wrap up our spoiler spoiler free review and. Just anything to tell the people, Lucas, besides see it? Yeah, go see it. Yeah. You will be missing out severely if you do not go see this I, movie. I think hardcore Trek fans and people who just want to see a fun movie will both be pretty satisfied. Um, but people who are way, way into Star Trek will definitely have some issues with this. I could see why. Yeah. But you've got to just release. You've got to control your inner nerd. Just enjoy the movie for what it is, and you will have a good time. Because it's a lot of fun. We have a house guest, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to deal with it. So sit by uh, for a spoiler-free review. All right, and Murad, do you have any closing thoughts in the spoiler-free review? Um, I I predict this is gonna be one of the top three movies of the year. 
And really? So if you don't see it, you're going to be missing out. So go see it. I hope uh, you enjoy it. But yeah. top three top three, yeah. Really Luke and I are both because there's two movies that are coming out soon that I am super excited. Both for. are going to be better, and Luke and I think have the same ones. What is it? Uh, Pacific Rim, Duh. And Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Okay, yeah. one of mine is different. Oh really? Uh, Thor into the Dark World. Really? Oh yeah, whatever. that did that does look oh. very good. So yeah. you know, well I just it's a random. It's a oh not random. It's a maybe it may be top five and or top it, ten. It was just but, a number. It's just, yeah, it's just a number. I'm just throwing numbers. Out it's there. high up. Okay, it's a good movie. It was good. Go watch it. it I won't deny you that. I won't deny you that. It was really good. Um, yeah, but it's not top three. Show your mouth. Yeah. No. And plus, there's there's a lot of uh, movies that don't get as many trailers. Uh, dramatic movies. I still want to go see Mud, and uh, we don't talk about those movies much on here though because. I'm the only one who sees them. I have to go by myself. Why? <laughs> to see dramas. Well, actually, huh? yeah. Luke. Awesome. What? Uh, yeah. Right. We're going to go into We're our... In. Here's here's my closing statement. Go see it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here come the spoilers. Turn it off because in like three seconds, if you have not seen this movie and don't want it spoiled... Now, if you're not a hardcore Trek fan, like you haven't seen the original series or the original movies, this won't matter to you as much. But... um. You've stopped listening. Con. It's con. Okay? It's okay. con. Yeah. It's con. I knew it was going to be con. And they kept being <laughs> like, it's not con. It is. Benedict Cumberbatch plays Con Sing Sa or whatever his no, name um, is. I can't remember. Noonie and Sing. Noonie and Sing. Yeah. Um, from the Botany Bay. And now we've talked a little bit of Star Trek already on this episode, but neither of you guys have seen Space Seed. The original show no. where no. Khan appears. Okay. And then neither of you either have seen Wrath of Khan. No. Which is not only the best Star Trek movie. Yes. In my opinion, it's better than any other Star Trek movie, including the new ones. But uh, it's also just one of the best sci-fi movies ever made, in my opinion. Really? Um, yeah. I'm saying in my opinion a lot on this one. Maybe because I'm afraid of Star Trek fans. They're dangerous. Yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> Let's but see, uh, uh, I'm going to mess with bronies yeah. next. Oh, what, yeah. well, you should also mess with Justin Bieber's fans as well. well that's easy. If they can call, if you can call <laughs> them fans. By, like simply zombies. by having my IQ, I already mess with Justin Bieber. <laughs> 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 that was cold, wasn't it? What were you going to say, Luke, about Star Trek? Arathicon? Uh, I have not seen it. Okay. You need to see it. Yeah. And here's the thing. There's a big dramatic moment. I've seen, I'm sure you guys have seen it parodied where William Shatner is upset Obviously, with Khan and yells out, Khan! I think I've seen a picture of that. Yes. It's been used for a million different things. Well, Spock does in this movie. And it's almost funny because (laughs) it's clearly like it feels like they're making a joke on it because that line has been used so many times. And the the one that was almost just as bad is Spock drops the the needs of the few or the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few line. That just – like. What? It, it was shoehorned in there. Is, is um, yeah. So I actually have – if you've seen the movie, I have my personal edit of this movie. Take out all the nostalgia lines. Yeah. Keep keep con, keep all that, and then the without spoiling it, take out the last 10 minutes and just just end it in the spirit – there's – okay, with one edit. No, all right. Not, not this, we'll we'll get to this. We'll talk about the last 10 minutes at the very, very end of this review. But – before that, I just want to say um, <clears throat> that the action you finally see Klingons, um, you get some great character moments, and not only do you get Benedict Cumberbatch, who I think we all agree was fantastic, he was awesome as the villain, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he almost plays like a Hannibal Lecter type character in how smart he is and just manipulating people. But then at the same time, physically, he's like, I don't know who to compare him to. He's just like Batman or he something. He reminded I mean, me of Neo a lot, actually. Yeah, actually, there was some Matrix kind of yeah, in this movie, wasn't there? Um, and in, in a way, he is kind of like the one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty true to the original Rathacon, but I've heard a lot of people talk about this, that it's more tied into the episode Space Seed. Because mm-hmm. in that one, Khan is the only uh, person who's been awoken Whereas in Wrath of Khan, the movie, you have his whole family is alive with him, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so you actually get to see them. Of course, n- I, almost none of them have speaking roles. And famously in the Wrath of Khan, it's, it was Chip and Dale dancers that were uh, the extras on his ship. Because really? they're supposed to be like the perfect humans or whatever. So they just say <laughs> they're smart, but then they have physically perfect guys you know what i'm saying so that's it was like supermodels where all his background people run in his ship so it's pretty funny to watch him fly around because it's all these super attractive people (laughs) working the panels and stuff anyways uh on to this actual movie into darkness one character that i wanted to bring up if you don't know peter weller is in this movie who famously was robocop and buckaroo bonsai which not enough people have seen Buckaroo Banzai. I don't think you guys have seen either of those movies. No. Oh, I've seen no. Robocop. You've seen Robocop? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Buckaroo Banzai, Luke, I could see you loving or hating. It's 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 crazy. Okay. Uh, it's very 80s. Oh. And, and I love it. He's, yeah. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but Peter Weller's in this movie. And did you guys like him? Was yeah, that... he, he played a good villain. He's, yeah. He fit out old and uh, grisly and, you know, he's just... Yeah, and he he's intimidating and smart, and I I thought he was just fun. Yeah, um, he's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I thought he did the job well. Wasn't too excited about the writing for him. Yeah, a lo- some of his lines were a little generic, I would say. Yeah, and that, and, and I, I told you the whole the whole backstory for him wasn't. I wasn't fond of it. The yeah. lack of in there. For lack yeah. of the backstory. Yeah. Um, well, and there is a, another kind of thing going on with him, but it's it's a little shoehorned in. But I think overall what you're looking for in this movie is seeing the crew get together and go on space adventures yeah. and, and get into peril. And it gives you that in space. Yeah, it does. Um, and there's there's a fantastic fight scene with Klingons that yeah, I really that like that amazing. part. Did you guys like that? Yes, yeah. I love that. Um, and some cool flying scenes. But once again, it's very Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when they get to the hand to the hand to hand combat, it's a little more Star Trek, and there's a great Vulcan neck pinch scene. Yes, um, probably the best one in in either of these new Star Trek movies. But um, you know, a lot of I've heard a lot of people just say they're upset with with how retro this movie is to the old stuff. But I don't think you guys were as bothered as much because you haven't seen a lot of what this is based on. No. Yeah. You know, well, I've seen a lot of old Star Trek. It's yeah. just it, it bothers me because the interior of the Enterprise doesn't match the old one. Well, everybody says it looks like an Apple store. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I agree with it that. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now when you go into the Apple store, you can just be like, I'm on the deck of the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody comes up, can I help you? Uh, excuse me, I'm flying a ship here. <laughs> but, okay, and there are – there's two really cool scenes that kind of mirror each other that I wanted to bring up. Uh, well, first of all, the visuals in this one are more impressive because mm-hmm. um, even though I've heard a lot of people say I love getting to see Earth in the future, 
this one gives you a better scope of like they're out in the universe doing some stuff because you get to see more of the planets they visit and more of the flora and fauna, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I liked that. Um, it wasn't confined to the ships as much. They only visited two planets, though. Uh, minus I count, Earth. I count three because there was also one they took a torpedo to. You remember that? Um, you don't see that yes. much of it. But Luke doesn't remember no, it. I'm not yeah. following. Two well, people? the planets, they... It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, the black yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. Um, the planets they do visit, though, I feel like you just got more out of. Yeah. You know? And um, <clears throat> there's another – there's kind of a dark Enterprise ship Which, in yeah, this one. that was pretty awesome. And it was very cool. And that was an impressive visual. But also uh, there's – back to the two scenes I was talking about, there's one where – I can't remember who the other person is, but it's Kirk and they go underwater – with mm-hmm. like rocket propelled boots, do you remember that? And towards the beginning of the film, um, oh, he was bones. with Bones. Yeah. Was it Bones? Yeah, okay, yeah. it was Bones, and that was a really cool visual. But then later, you get this great scene with um, Kirk and Khan flying through space, basically oh, in like yeah. kind yes. of a jetpack scene for like. Yes, and that's way. in the trailer. So that's not that a was spoiler. in the trailer, yeah. And but that is that was a very cool scene. Yes, yeah. it was. I really like that, that. That really had me uh, gripping my seat too, because not only was he flying. Th- through space, yeah, through debris and stuff, but his helmet was cracking the yeah. whole time. It was they—they yeah. they know how to keep you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if uh, if if all this sounds appealing to you, if you think I, I think it's worth paying full price, we didn't see it in 3D. I don't see why 3D would make a big difference for this one. I don't I've think never, it's necessary. I think I, I, I hardly think. find it necessary for any movie, but. I've never seen a movie yeah. in 3D, so really? I don't, I don't it, know. It, uh, sidebar, uh, 3D is best for animation, in my opinion. Because yeah. a lot of times it's brighter. Because you have to wear those sunglasses, and most people don't turn their bulb intensity up. Mm. So everything looks super dark, so you can't see anything. Oh, yeah. Like Thor in 3D was awful, because that movie already has some parts where you're like, it's already kind of dark and blurry. You there's know? a lot of it yeah. in Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of it in Star Trek, too. Yeah. Um, mm. Out We're in space. In space yeah. yeah, everything's dark. <laughs> Um, but if if it was done right, I could see how the floating debris and stuff like during that flight scene could look yeah. kind of cool. Oh yeah, it would look cool. Maybe on your three D TV, and you can just adjust your own brightness. People have three D yeah. TVs. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you rich, they, yes. rich I don't have one. <laughs> I'm waiting for them. Wish to, I had one. I'm waiting for them to perfect the technology where you don't need the glasses. Well, um, I. Can't they do that for the Nintendo 3DS? Though? For the 3DS, yeah. So it's near there. It's yeah. close. The 3DS gives people a headache, though, myself included. Um, well, <clears throat> I want to talk about something spoilerific for the people who have not seen this movie and don't want the end spoiled for them. And I'm not going to give away too much. I just want to mention a few things. So, um, once again, just like with Iron Man, we're going deeper and deeper. So, if you haven't seen the movie at all. I don't care. Turn it off. Don't listen. Yeah, okay. so <laughs> don't anyway, get mad at us. Yeah. Spock was called gay. Yeah. Um, you know, Which Zachary Quinn told the actor is gay. Yeah, Bones showed up in a Darth Vader suit yep. and started doing things. There are lightsabers in this one. There are lightsabers. Yes. Awesome. And there's not just an R2-D2 <laughs> cameo. He's actually Peter Weller is playing R2-D2. Yes. <laughs> no, um, it was it's a bizarre. RoboCop nod. <laughs> um, what I want to talk about is in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, spoilers for that as well, Spock dies. Yes. In this movie, Kirk dies, except for about 10 seconds later, he comes right back. 
and there's hardly even any time to grieve. There's a huge hint that they can already bring him back. Yes. There's a oh, yeah. huge plot hole. Luke, mm-hmm. remember yep. you and I were – you want to talk about that? Okay. It was with the the rejuvenated The Tribble. Stuff. Yeah. It, well, they uh, they found out they could uh, bring the Tribble back to life. It, Using Khan's blood. Yes. Yeah. But they what they wanted to do to bring Kirk back to life was go grab Khan yep. alive and yep. bring him back so they could draw the blood. But they already had 72 frozen popsicles exactly. on board. And Kirk was in one of their pods. So, so you yeah, knew they could get him out. Yeah, so they why could take they, him out anyway and yeah. draw blood. Yeah. Is, so, well... No, Mirai, that's a plot hole. You cannot talk your way out of this. Wait, wait, wait. Give me a chance. Go ahead and try. Give me a chance. Go ahead and try. You already have one guy out that's causing havoc. Would you risk waking two of them up? Okay, well. They brought one out and kept him in a coma. There's yes. a line about that. Bone induced says keep coma. him keep him in an big, induced coma. Yeah. You can't plot argue. Hole. It's big, a plot hole. Big plot hole. It's a big yeah. plot hole. Um, so there's that. But also they they defeat Khan. On his ship, mm-hmm. and they have this dramatic scene, and it takes forever <laughs> to get the warp drive back online, yeah. and that's how Kirk saves everybody. Then all of a sudden, Spock yells out Khan, and Khan shows up alive on a ship that had 72 torpedoes yes. blow up inside of it, and he is able to fly the thing and crash it into Earth cause havoc and then he gets out and starts running okay and so Wait, basically what's... the movie was had a great ending where i don't care you could have brought kirk back i'm fine mm-hmm. with that yeah but they should have had con already dead and just cut out that 10 minute action scene yeah, where my, it, it seems like michael bay showed up and was like hey you guys should do this <laughs> i mean honestly that was yeah. the last 10 minutes for me well um the thing with the spaceship when it started exploding i was waiting for the the reactor blew off to blow up because it looks like the entire middle of the ship where the the uh, core was, was right. blown up. That's so true. It it's ridiculous. And even without the core blowing up, what do they say? Like, like one torpedo was enough to like destroy. A well, whole I, do, okay. I do have a thing what? for that. That he was bluffing when he said that. Well, it, yeah, yeah, that could be true. But still, seventy-two of those torpedoes inside your ship. Yeah, not coming it, from outside your shield. Inside, inside. Yeah, it, it there's no way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wouldn't have mattered. Um, still, that ship was super cool. It really uh, was. So I was glad to and see so, more of it. It was kind of sad to blow it up a I, little. And I, w- I was, I got to admit, I really loved the part when it crashed into the city because that was amazing. It looked cool. But you know what? They could have just had, well, it, they couldn't even have had rubble because to me it should just been blown to smithereens. It really should have. It should have. Um, so my edit, like I said earlier, take out a bunch of the nostalgia lines and make it a little more your own. But then keep you can keep Kirk alive and do the whole you know Kirk dying scene instead of Spock. Mm-hmm. But that last ten minutes. Well, I do ha- I do have a way to actually make that last ten minutes happen. What if the, when the uh, metal blows up, uh-huh. what if the saucer breaks away or part of the saucer breaks away? I'd be fine with that. Over? Yeah. If if he ejected the saucer, but he didn't. well, it, well, if it just, if it blew up enough where the saucer fell off the part of the ship on yeah. its own. Because that's, you know you're in Earth's gravity. That's true. That's pull true. Things apart. Yeah. It could the explosion yeah. actually could have pushed the saucer away. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but in the movie, it does show the whole ship falling. Oh, it, it shows. Yeah. 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 Well, that's and it shows it. it shows Benedict Cumberbatch inside, like getting like, explosions inside yeah. of him. Um, it's so. kind of like they they planned for like the saucer thing. Yeah. And decided this wasn't big enough 
to destroy enough buildings and the say, ah, let's just add the whole ship well, in. Yeah. We'll, well destroy more buildings. Well, you notice when the ship went down, it was the saucer doing the most damage. So it, it just should have been the saucer that yeah. went down instead of the whole ship. Um, and to go back to one thing real quick, though, just because I was thinking about it, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, he gets to do some awesome physical fighting he really in this does. movie. And so... Um, but the better parts of it aren't even at the end, I think. I think it's when he's fighting the Klingons and then later when he's um, fighting alongside Kirk for yeah. a little bit. Um, he he really gets some awesome physical scenes that probably are the best in any Star Trek thing I've yeah, ever seen. I've never um, heard. And, I and, wish Kirk would do a double fist punch in one of these movies, though. Remember that in the original series? Yes. He would always hold two, his hands together yes. and do like the double fist punch. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, but I will say about the fight scene, the part of the end they really – they, uh, you know, Spock has green blood. Well, they, yeah. they gave him that when yeah. they uh, got punched. But so, that's you know. in the original movie too. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that's that's really good. It's st- good staying close to the original right. one. I did that like that point. seeing the green blood. The little details. Out. The details, yeah. And that's what Star Trek fans are all about. Yeah, or they all have OCD um, <laughs> <laughs> to some degree. Well, that's why the inside of the new Enterprise looks like an Apple store. Yeah. It's so, true. Yeah. Something familiar to some of them. <laughs> uh, it's pro- probably half the major fans work for Apple in one way or another. Yeah. Um, so I think that pretty much wraps it up. You guys good? Well, I do have one little thing. Yeah. Um, the part where uh, what's her name gets undressed. Oh yeah, that became a controversy online. That, I saw that's that. uh, they didn't need to. Sh- that that scene just felt really awkwardly it was. taken. And they already had, like, the Kirk sexy scene because yeah. they gave a nod that he spent the night with twin cat people ladies. Yeah, and I, and I, I <laughs> saw it. was weird. It was weird. I saw this thing where J.J. Uh, Abrams was talking to Conan, and he admitted that that scene could have been done better. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Damon Lindelof tweeted about that, too. Um, but I think I think overall, fun. Yeah, it was, Definitely it was fun. overall and, a very and good interesting, movie. and really right there in the middle with the Klingons and then Peter Weller showing up with his ship. All that, that I was, was loving. All that, oh, man. if it could have kept that type of energy going and that kind of drama. Um, it definitely would be top three for me, Murad. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I do have one last thing about though. Yeah. I didn't like that the phasers on the Enterprise never went off. That's right. Didn't though, fire. Though I was – I got the impression that the Enterprise was really getting messed up and stuff that maybe yeah. they didn't have time to do that. But still, they could have maybe a little once or twice, yeah. you know. Um, that's the better homage stuff is the real subtle things, you mm-hmm. know. So – all right. Well, that is the end of episode 17 of the Created Listening Podcast. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter, at Created Listen. And uh, go ahead and get your tweets in about um, our <clears throat> cartoon movie marathon. I can't remember right now what movie's next, but we have it up online. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. All I know is, is I had the thought tonight of maybe we should have an Iron Giant party in, like, costumes and stuff. It could be fun. <laughs> People might enjoy seeing the pictures of our ugly faces. Anyways, um, so you guys have a good night, and we'll see you in episode 18. Most likely. Most likely. Maybe. Bye. Bye.